Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by Nick Thune for a discussion of the Thanksgiving holiday and more. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Cool, beautiful evening in Los Angeles. Jordan, for some reason, wearing what looks like maybe a cotton sweater. Oh, yeah. I am ill-prepared. Ill-prepared for the cool weather. Now, your justification for this to me, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, our, our guest on the program, the uh, brilliant stand-up comedian, Mr. Nick Thune. Nick Thune. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of the, from the Jay Leno show, of course. Yeah, that, that's where I got my start, yeah. Um, uh, you probably know him from his uh, comedies across this great nation. Um, Jordan, I didn't, I didn't broach the subject when you said it to me really at the, at the, at my front gate. Sure. Cause I felt like it was something we should air it's out. A rich, a rich, uh, a rich vein you could mine. So I was surprised cause it is genuinely cold outside. This is like a Los Angeles sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, but it is, it, it's, it's maybe 50 degrees outside and very windy. Lots of wind. Yeah. Um, and it may be, it may be high 40s. Like it is genuinely cold. Yeah. Out. It's brisk. Yeah. It's still clear skies too, which almost, you know. Yeah. We're, we're, it's a serious situation out mm-hmm. there. Now, mm-hmm. I was surprised that Jordan looked like he was about to, uh, about to freeze and die uh, in a very thin cotton sweater. I saw eight people wearing scarves on the drive here. Did you, were you counting? Yeah. You keep a clicker on hand. I like, yeah. Like an umpire. I always keep track of scarves. No yeah. way. Once I see 10, I know it's okay for me this, to wear one. Is, oh, it's like an OCD <laughs> yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a train spotting thing. Just to pass the time. Yeah, just like something to do. You go down to the scarf yards <laughs> see if you see any <laughs> new models. Number 10. Put my, I've got mine ready to go at all times. Jordan, you were up there, and I, and I was surprised. I said, God, Jordan, you look cold. And uh, you're like, yes, I am cold, mm-hmm. or something to that effect. Sure. And I said, gosh, I mean... <laughs> Just another classic example of our witty banter. <laughs> so People my- ask us if we're like that off mic. We are. <laughs> so my assumption, I guess, was that maybe you had been working today or something like that. Sure. And you dressed for a daytime, mm-hmm. but it was cold at night. But then I thought, oh, but it was cold today, too. Sure. And I made a remark to that effect. And you said... Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't know it was cold today because I only recently left the house. Yes. But that doesn't explain because once you go outside, you can come back and put on a jacket. I have Mm -hmm. a pretty – here's what I think happened. Here's the idea. Do you own own a jacket? I do have a jacket uh, somewhere. It occurred to me that you might not have a jacket. That's all – yeah, not not an unsafe assumption. If we could get a jacket sent out here. Oh, man, that would be great. My uh, freshman year roommate in college, Mike, uh, didn't own pants. He had to buy some pants to go to dinner at his grandma's house (laughs) Yeah, shorts only. Uh, I have a uh, I have a pretty powerful little space heater in my house mm. that has been uh, that has been blaring. Is that uh, something that they? I mean, is that like a new technology, a space heater? Uh, no, no. Oh, yes, this is know, a freeze dried heater. No, mm-hmm. it does not go into space. Oh, 
Yeah, it, it, heats, it space. heats the space around okay. me. I'm just going to play dumb guy that doesn't know anything. <laughs> okay, sure, that's great. That's a great character. That's why we brought you in here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We know about your character work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I don't. We don't want you using this podcast just to hone your SNL audition. Result, okay, though, okay, okay. It's nine months out. I'm trying to get ready. Whoa, okay. Nick, hold on. I'm getting pretty tired of tall guy. <laughs> okay. Am Can I we a, talk to gay clown? <laughs> Am I doing tall guy now? Yeah, you're doing tall They're guy. They're all so similar. Ease yeah. off the throttle, Dana Carvey. <laughs> uh, anyways, I have a uh, and it's a it's a mighty space heater. Uh oh. Oh boy, something happened. Yeah, there we go. Now okay. we're cool. I'm saying it's a mighty space heater. Uh, it really warmed me up. I was wearing uh, I was wearing kind of relaxation clothes around the house. Basketball shorts, maybe a sleeveless. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, ca- caveman toga over that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, like Fred Flintstone stuff. Yeah, something mid thigh. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because you killed a bear last weekend. You're just excited to finally know, get to wear a tie. I know, I know. It's like, all right, we get it, Jordan. You killed a bear. <laughs> It's pretty cool, though. And you're like, I tanned it, too. <laughs> sure. It's a process. What are you going to do with the rug? Oh, man. I don't know. You know, it's uh, I have so many animal skins in my house mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. It, also, but the good news is so many fireplaces as well. I do have a lot of fireplaces. One so. per? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'll, you know, I think I'm just going to switch out the giant Hence sloth. the space heater you're using. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of sensual <laughs> occasions also. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yes, with which to uh, which which to appear nude on them? Uh, yeah, so I uh, so podcast time rolled around. I uh, I got dressed. I was feeling very hot. My 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 inner temperature mm-hmm. had heated up from a long day of watching movies and playing video games in front of the space heater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it kind of only occurred to me, you know, as I was getting out of the car, maybe I was this heat I was feeling was going to wear off. When there's no space. Did you just around. jam the heat in your car too? Right when you got in. Uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of alternated the heat mm-hmm. and air. Mm-hmm. Blast the heat, blast the air. That's what I'm all about. Yes, streams. Yesterday, yesterday mm-hmm. I figured out how to turn the butt warmer on in my car. Oh, I didn't. I don't know that I knew that I had a butt warmer, uh, but then I saw it and thought, I think that's a butt warming knob. Lower back or just butt? Oh, butt and lower back. That's nice. The whole situation. Taint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Sure. It's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the placement of my scrot, but yes. <laughs> in theory. <laughs> By the way, I think I think Could that be a taint whole blocker. <laughs> I think that whole Jordan's outfit bit that we did at the top of the show here. I think that's another in our continuing series of segments. Uh, Jesse is pretty sure he's Jordan's mom. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if you have any, uh, if you have anything you'd like to relay to my bosses at work on Monday, just pin a little note to my uh, to my sweater, <laughs> and, and then we'll be sure that my bosses know, like if I have a runny nose or if I have some medication to take, mm-hmm. or if you can leave early, or if, yeah, if I can leave early mm-hmm. because our grandma died. Oh, you, wow. you, you, our grandma that we mutually shared. Yes, <laughs> guys. Actually, I have a I have a subject. Okay, I want to hear about it. This has been bothering me. Oh gosh. First movie, Meet the Parents. Sure. Second movie, Meet the Fockers. Two Oscars. Uh, yes, that's two Oscars. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, third movie, forthcoming, Little Fockers. Mm-hmm. Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, Little Fockers. When we are referring to the trilogy, which we will probably all have to, and all the you know, and in future film studies classes. The Fockers trilogy. Well, is it the Fockers trilogy or is it the Parents trilogy? 
because yeah. Fockers appears in two of them, but then that maybe will lead people to think that you're not talking about Meet the Parents. But if you say Parents Trilogy, are they... Do people automatically include the two Fockers movies? Well, they're actually they ha- there is another movie that they're working on now that's in the script stage called Fuck the Parents. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, How, what's your inside info on this? Well, I, I, I I'm in the industry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't mean to be rude, Nick. I know that you've dabbled in the industry as well, yeah. but I'm deep inside it. Mm-hmm. I'm inside the game. I'm basically I'm like the Michael Bay. Of, of knowing about scripts. Of knowing about scripts. <laughs> and in that, mostly yeah. just really just, loud yeah. noises. Uh-huh. Um, you, you know about scripts very loudly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, do you think that the implied swearing sort of overpowers the fact that, that parents is the initial, was the, was the seed? I don't know. I'm just, I'm like, I'm, I'm confused because I'm going to want to talk to people about, you know, these this set of movies as a whole, like you talk about the Star Wars. Yeah, like what films, are you going to tell you know? your children? Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is Owen, what's the box set called? I guess is mm-hmm. Owen Wilson in Little Fockers. Owen Wilson. Yeah, I saw the trailer for uh, Little Fockers recently. Owen Wilson seems to have a pretty big part. He does like uh, some sort of weird Vulcan death grip on a child too. That seems pretty funny. I um I am really ready to enjoy Owen Wilson. I'd like to. I uh, number one. I never left Owen Wilson's side. I didn't go see any of his terrible movies, I guess. But I've always been a big Owen Wilson supporter, as I am with all the Wilsons. I think people remember my support of Luke Wilson, my continuing sure. support. And Lord knows that I'm a big supporter of Andrew Wilson. Oh, yeah. Well, who isn't? Nancy Wilson. Yeah, Nancy mm-hmm. Wilson. Brian Wilson, the pitcher and the... Both the pitcher mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the... But particularly the pitcher from the world champion San Francisco Giants. I wonder if Owen's affected by the AT&T commercials that Luke did. I wonder if that brought... <laughs> if that brings his stock down If that down brings a his bit. IMDb star meter down. Or... Well, do you think... What about this? Do you think that when one of them does something uh, for money, the other one gets 10% because it tarnishes both of their images? Uh, yeah. A little mm-hmm. bit. And do you think that's the money that Andrew Wilson lives off of? I'd like to hope so. I feel like if they have that sort of arrangement, then Owen Wilson is like banking some fuck you points against Luke Wilson just to like throw (laughs) in his face at the family reunion. Not that I don't, you know, it seems like he's just made worse, worse career choices. I wonder who's more likable in person. Oh, I wonder. Between Owen and Luke. I mean, I I mean, it's it's got to be like a likability festival every time you're around him. Oh, yeah. I mean, just so much fun and. Well, I mean, I think... Positivity. Yeah. Pats on the back. Uh Uh-huh. Charm. Suicide attempt. (laughs) Well... I'm just throwing that in there because Mm -hmm. that is one concern when you're discussing which one is... Sure. You can't go high unless you can go low. Right. And I think that's Luke Wilson basically in a nutshell. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, we know a lot about Luke Wilson's suicide attempt that we haven't told you to this point. Yeah. Well, we're deep inside Hollywood. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you guys know? Um, he tried to commit suicide. Oh, we as a whole. Yeah, we collectively. Oh, okay. You yeah, all, yeah, you also know about it. Yeah, I know. Nick, you're in Hollywood too. Do you remember how you know? Oh, about that it? Owen Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I. By the way, I'm working on my character, Deep Inside Hollywood guy. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. We could do that, and I could play dumb guy, and then that'll make you feel more important. Right. Yeah. Status. Mm-hmm. Status games, mm-hmm. my friend. Yep. Status. Jordan, you can watch. Okay. Uh I mean, he could be the waiter that kind of pops in every now and again. Right, he comes in and yeah. he's so he could be the like the exasperated waiter or what about Gassy Penguin? 
That's my signature character. Do you think okay. he'll fit in yeah. with your guys' dynamic? Yeah. Hey, I don't see why not. I think he the, doesn't talk, does he? He just gassy. Yeah, he barps, bur- burps, and farts. Barps. Barps. <laughs> He's a barper. He's a barp. <laughs> Isn't barp his uh, catchphrase? It is. Happy penguin. <laughs> yeah. Barp. With the, when we come up with the plush, when you squeeze it, it'll say barp. Yeah, and in the in the in the uh, cartoon strip upon which Gassy Penguin is based, sure. um, there's always those pictures of him, and he's got the fart coming out of his butt and the burp coming out of his mouth, and then it just says barp. Yeah. Now I'm I'm playing guy that doesn't know a lot here right now. Sure. So forgive me, but have you talked to guy that knows a lot about the industry about maybe making this into a motion picture deal? Oh, Jordan, I'm a guy that knows a lot about the industry. Sure. And I'm, I'm a very gassy penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I recently <laughs> ate a fish filled with beans. Okay, so act one, done. Yeah, that's it. We have a pretty fair number of cartoonists in the audience. I think we're going to get some gassy penguin picks. I can only hope so. Right? Sure. With barp. I can already see barp. You know, this brings it around. As I've mentioned multiple times on this program, I once auditioned to be the voice of Marmaduke in the Marmaduke movie. Sure. Uh. A role that later went to Owen Wilson. Right. Now, do you think we can... Uh, uh, trick Owen Wilson into thinking he's going to get the job in the CGI 3D Gassy Penguin movie, and then it goes to me, so he knows what it feels like. Now, if you had a choice between Owen and Luke for that role, you would go with Owen. I'm, I mean, I'm. It's me. It's my signature character. Uh-huh, so I uh-huh. don't think either of them will play it. Oh, maybe okay. they can be the humans in the movie that. Maybe we could set him up for an audition, and you beat him out for it. Is that yeah, what yeah. You're that's the, kind of the idea because yeah, he okay. did the same thing to me. Yeah, out of spite. A, I can yeah. only imagine, mm-hmm. but so I think I just want I just want the Owens or the 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 Wilson family to know how it feels to feel pain to be yeah. so close to what you've always wanted to maybe push another suicide attempt. Yeah, sure. Attempt. Let's go for three. Yeah. I uh, I once when I was in high school, I auditioned to be Max Fisher in Rushmore. Oh, this is how the audition went. Uh, they were doing a nationwide talent search. I remember I imagine. saw that the the in the extras on the dvd yeah they were doing a nationwide talent search they said it was just for a bill murray movie and at the time i think his most recent movie was operation dumbo drop <laughs> so this was not a high point in bill murray's career mm-hmm. and uh i went in and uh with a couple of other friends from uh the theater school that i attended at the time and uh they pointed at me and said too tall and i left and you couldn't have but been I any other still, student. I still resent Jason Schwartzman to this day. <laughs> yeah. Because it later came out, became one of my probably three favorite movies ever. And, uh, and then I realized, oh, shit, that's that fucking Bill Murray Operation Dumbo Drop movie that I auditioned for. <laughs> and I still... <laughs> you were, when you at the audition, you were hoping it was Operation Dumbo Drop 2. Yeah. I mean, Jason, number one, Jason Schwartzman was fantastic in the role. Great movie. Number two, to be frank, at the time, while I was only 16 years old, I was six feet, one inch tall. And, uh, we filled out? And no, I was gawky. Mm-hmm. I was very gawky. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, was, I was too much taller than Bill Murray to stand next to him and look like a teen. How tall is Bill Murray? I think he's a mid-sized man. I think he's you're talking about 5'10 yeah. or something like that. Hmm. Um, and Jason Schwartzman was fantastic at the film. I turned out to love the film. I still, this is 10 years later, I still kind of see Jason Schwartzman and I'm like, oh, you stole my shot with your elaborate Coppola party routine and <laughs> you're wearing a making your own blue blazer. That's right. That They show his audition in it that, and he made his own jacket. When the reality is that I, I was not qualified for the role. 
did he have a jacket on hand and he just thought, oh, I'll just make this up real quick? Or did somebody go buy him? The, I mean, I'm sure what really happened? If there? you ask me, Talia Thayer, his mother from mm-hmm. Rocky, went and uh, uh, bought him a jacket. Who is she in Rocky? She's the girlfriend. Really? Yeah. What's her name? Adrian. 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 Yeah, I had Adrian no idea. From Rocky. Oh, wow. That changes a lot. Yeah, she's a Coppola. Mm-hmm. He's a Coppola. They're all Coppolas. I didn't know she was a Coppola. No, she's a Coppola. Oh, wow. How'd she get by mixed marriage. up with Stallone? She's a Coppola by marriage, I think. Oh, Rocky's Coppola? Yeah. Rocky. Oh, not movie no, marriage. No, Rocky's not a Coppola. Real life marriage. Okay. Rocky's a fictional mm-hmm. character. <laughs> You're right. Oh, guy who doesn't right. know <laughs> things. <laughs> guy. You, you strike again. I can't help it. I was, I was watching Bored to Death the other day. And I was enjoying Jason Schwartzman's performance, as I do. And I realized, like, this is a time in my life when I have to let go of this resentment for this opportunity that I've really only imagined myself having. Yeah, but you really build yourself up when you go out for a big movie like that. You start to even think you got it, you know, and you start imagining <laughs> what life would be like. And, and certainly in the, in the second or two between when I walked in the door with three or four other people uh, and uh, when they pointed at me and said, sorry, you're too tall... Um, I knew that I was going to star in a film that would go on to become one of my favorite films of all time. Which was? Rushmore. Okay. Do you think you would... Was it crushing? Sorry. I was going to... Oh, is my thing okay? Yeah, you, you just got to not touch it. Okay. Oh, now it's off. Now I'm talking. <laughs> Barp. 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 Penguin. Yep. What did that clip help? Okay. There we go. Is that good? Yeah. Sounds okay. good. Uh, do you think you would enjoy the movie more or less if you were in it? I think I would probably enjoy it more if I was in it, Jordan. Would you For still one have... thing, I would have been paid handsomely. Yeah. Would you still have the podcast, do you think, if you were in that movie? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I might have I become... Uh, frankly, I'm probably not as talented as Jason Schwartzman. He would, I mean, he would probably have the podcast, but his co-host would be Chloe Sevigny. It would be more like I'd, that. I'd be on that podcast. It would be more like that guy Ben that we went to college with, who was on the Secret Life Life of Alex Mack a little bit and played young Pat in its Pat the Movie. That would be my my career more than mm-hmm. a Jason Schwartzman type career. Do you think you'd still be living in this place? Um. Yeah, I'd probably still be living in this place. Yeah. Okay. No. Then that that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sure. Why not? I probably would have made it into Operation Dumbo Drop too. Also. Did they do it too? Uh, they would have. They if would I have, had, yeah. With the clout from Rushmore. Yeah. And you're in Bill's relationship, obviously. Yeah, and me and movie. Bill's. Everyone was Chemistry saying... Chemistry that would have been so easy. We need another movie. Murray Thorn vehicle. I mean, I bet... Mm-hmm. Would you think he would have been maybe a guest on your podcast if you had done that movie with him? He would have been he sitting in Jordan's chair right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. This podcast would be hosted by me and Bill Murray, not me and Jordan. Yeah. Sorry, Jordan. I just wouldn't have gone to college because I would have been I'm a successful actor when I was still in high school. I get it. Nick, do you have any? We've we've talked about roles that we have have mm-hmm. narrowly just na- that have narrowly uh, evaded our grasps mm-hmm. that we weren't qualified for. Do you do you have anything? Do you have do you have the one that got away? Um, Parks and Rec. Oh, Parks and Rec. Oh, um, wow, Chris Pratt, uh-huh. the yeah. role that he has. But I I think he's really he's funny. so good. Right? I was bitter about him for the first season, and right? Then second and why season came be? around. I I really enjoyed him a lot because really he's funny. really good. Yeah, really funny. It stinks when they're good because then you're like, oh, shit. And I remember seeing him in the audition room. And there was somebody else. I, bet, I mean, I probably shouldn't say who else was in there. Maybe they don't want everyone to know that they didn't get the part. But, but I remember like yeah. in the waiting room just looking and thinking like, oh, yeah. Richard Simmons. Yeah, Richard Simmons. <laughs> they were going to go a different direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were looking at all different types. We, we want to go a kind of different, gayer direction. <laughs> 
is what kind they of say. a creepy middle aged madman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would go. That would be actually a good way for that show to go. I would. I would imagine creepy middle aged. They're coming man. back in January, right? The Parks and Rec show. Yeah, they yeah, are coming yeah. back in January. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, they me got too. Our, our friend Adam Scott's going to be on that program regularly. I think. Yeah, he came on at the end of that as the auditor or something. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know, but he's fantastic. Yeah, he's really great. Funny. A lot of great people involved in that television yeah. program. If you were on it, you'd get to hang around. I all know the world's hottest comedy babes too. I'd be, yeah. Oh, believe me, I really, thought about that. They really loaded that show up with comedy babes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of took all the comedy babes for their show. Nick Offerman, Offerman alone. I mean, yeah. What a babe. That guy is a Quite babe. Quite a babe. Uh-huh. Have you ever, have, Nick, have you ever auditioned for something um, like Jordan was describing with Marmaduke? Because this Marmaduke thing, everyone that we know auditioned to be Marmaduke. Al Madrigal was over here auditioning for, to be Marmaduke one time. Sure. After he, was, he I interviewed him for the San Diego America or something, he's like, hey, can I record a quick Marmaduke audition? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't see why not. Um, and so a lot of people auditioned for Marmaduke, and uh, then they just ended up hiring Owen Wilson. Have you ever auditioned for a role where they just ended up hiring, like, Tom Cruise or something or like, like that? Like a big star? I'm trying to think. I know that, well, it was kind of before Jesse Eisenberg was big, but Zombieland. Oh, yeah. I think no, came. no, Eisenberg had some heat going into yeah. that. Yeah, because I mean, he, had, he had what's it called, the, uh, the one with Jeff Daniels, the, the, the Squid and the Whale. Squid and the Whale. Yeah, squid and the Whale was that. the winner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You would have been good in Zombieland. That would have been fun. It would have been older. You know, yeah, they, went, yeah. they went younger. They went. I like to say they went younger. But okay. They just kind of went with what was probably better. Do you feel that your <laughs> beard affects the age of roles you get called? Uh, for? I'll shave for stuff like that. Okay. In fact, I think I got to shave this week. Just the face stuff. Yeah, facial. Yeah, not my head. Right. <laughs> not no chest. <laughs> How old do you feel your junk, would, your junk looks? <laughs> I would How shave old does down, your penis look? I would shave down the young whole thing. Young 40. Not to look young, yeah. but just mm-hmm. for aerodynamics. Yeah. Well, yeah. You want to, when, is, when you're in the audition, you want to feel like nothing's holding you back, especially <laughs> right. under your clothes. You never yeah. know when they might ask you to do a swim relay as <laughs> yeah. part of an audition. Let's you do this be... next one shirtless. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I actually saw... 50 breasts... I free. when I went in when I went and interviewed Judd Apatow at uh, the Judd Apatow offices for uh, the Sound of Young America, uh, Jesse Eisenberg was there, mm-hmm. um, and he at one point we were setting up in Judd Apatow's office. Judd wasn't in there yet, um, and Jesse Eisenberg like opened the door and 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 looked around and and sort of gave us one of these. That's so good. Jesse is giving a kind of a quizzical look, mm-hmm. one eyebrow up, but confused. a but a sort of taut quizzical look, like kind of like look who I am. It he was basically like he just took a Jesse Eisenberg bazooka <laughs> and silently blasted it into our room, just all over, and your then face. closed it up without saying anything. Mm-hmm. He just Jesse Eisenberg his face right into that crack, <laughs> and just Jesse Eisenberg to the left, Jesse Eisenberg to the right, and then all of us were like. Because so we were blown like, over by his intensity. Kind of like if Michael Winslow had peeked his head in and just immediately started doing a helicopter noise. Yeah. He it just was, did exactly what you expect him to do. Exactly. The look. And hey, I'm not I don't not speaking ill of Jesse Eisenberg. I think he's wonderful. Nobody. I is. love the squid and the whale. I enjoyed the Facebook film. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like Zombieland? I've not seen Jump Zombieland. Oh. But I bet I'd enjoy it. I think you would. Not big on zombies. The the guy that directed it, uh-huh. Ruben Fleischer, did all my early short films. Like he he uh, oh. made like six short films together, and then oh, he produced wow. my web series. Really, and then he went on to not cast you in Zombieland. Yeah, <laughs> he got Eisenberg. Yeah, you got to go with what the studio wants. And those, yeah. I mean, at did least you, that's what they tell you. Did you at least like 
did you say like, hey, if you don't cast me as the lead, can I at least be a zombie? That's what I would have said in the audition. Yeah, I think towards the end he was going to ask me about that, and then he thought maybe that was going to be insulting. But I would have oh, loved it. I would have yeah. loved it. You got to put that up front. Oh. You got to put it up front so he knows it's not insulting. Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine did play a zombie in it. Now, if he had asked oh, me to cool. be a zombie in it, I would have been insulted. I want to make that clear. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm bigger than that. But I'm bigger than you. I'm pretty deep I inside Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Just, well, I, I make it a point in every audition I go to. You know, whether it be commercial, voiceover, what have you, I just say, hey, if there's any zombies in this, it's not beneath me to play one. I'm available. I, I actually good. said that at the time that I auditioned to be the voice of Jet Blue in radio commercials. You said, oh, in case. I let him know that I'd be a zombie if they needed one. In quite- there wasn't anything in the script, but, you know, they're very hot in Hollywood right now. Sure. I could see maybe even do a quick zombie read for him. You know, like just, <laughs> yeah. just in case it's something you guys want to rethink. Little- Especially if it's a voiceover thing and you're mm-hmm. sending in a tape. You can record your straight mm-hmm. read or your uh, what I call your living read, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then your undead read at the mm-hmm. at the end. <laughs> living and undead, that's good. Yeah, I think it also kind of mixes it up and lets them know that you're open for anything and and that you've got a great sensibility and you know sure. sensitive guy. And you also know what's hot, mm-hmm. you know, because they want to put their finger on the pulse of America Quirky. when they touch you. You know what I mean? Do they touch you when you come in? Yeah, and that's why I shave down so they can feel mm-hmm. the pulse. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything getting in between their fingertips and the pulse. Sure. The American pulse? Yeah, absolutely. The mm-hmm. one that throbs through my veins. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Nick Thune, guest. It's great to have you here, Nick. If you want to make up a nickname, you can. You don't have to. But it's an opportunity that we give all of our guests because it makes us look a little bit less like assholes Can we do, for saying stupid nicknames ourselves. Why don't we do it again? You guys do yours, and oh, then sure. I'll, come in with sure. it. I'll come in with mine. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nick Thune, honest Nick. Oh, that's honest. Nick Thune is here with us. Mm-hmm. Do you can it? Do you just want it to be honest, Nick Thune? Yeah, honest Nick Thune might be better. Huh? Is now is that ironic because you're a shyster? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> but, like, people used to call me honest Nick, like oh, really? like honest Abe, but it's huh. mostly because I was mostly lying to people. Uh, but right. you know, f- not for real lying purposes, just to mess around and have a good time. Sure, and, to steal money. Yeah, change the future. <laughs> yeah. I met a guy. <laughs> I met a guy uh, named the Gentleman Farmer once. Oh, how'd that go? Gentleman Farmer. It was pretty good. He was mental. I'd like to meet him. He was a <laughs> he was a public radio commentator from the Northeast, like I want to say like Maine or something. Mm. And from what I could tell, a legend in Maine. But he'd recently been taken off the air. I think it was the Gentleman Farmer. And somebody from Maine is going to write in and correct me that his name wasn't the... But he just delivered on everything that you could hope he would be. Like he was wearing like a lumberjack shirt... And suspenders. <laughs> and a belt. <laughs> and, and a belt. Uh, the suspender belt combo. And like, and like high water khaki pants. And was he talking about the government? Yeah. The and GOV in apostrophe mint. Yeah. It was just, it just sort of like, well, it's time to plant beans again. <laughs> oh, we're, we're going to be headed out to the fields to plant ourselves some beans. Is he on a beans, farm? Beans are good, honest food. Honest Nick. Sure. Do you know mm-hmm. about that? Mm-hmm. 
Um, did you guys have a Did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? How was your th- How was your Thanksgiving? You were in, you were in Orange uh, County, yeah, Jordan. Nice. I went to Orange County. Uh, kind of classic Morris family Thanksgiving uh, dinner. Uh, lunch around noon. Classic. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Same old song and dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, then uh, movie. We always go to a movie on Thanksgiving. Uh, and we saw the movie we saw was the next three days. This is Russell Crowe saving Elizabeth Banks from jail. And my mom did the classic mom slash parent thing where they mangle the name of popular movies. Mm. Uh, at the box office, she asked for tickets to Three's Company. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I know. And I was really I was worried that when we were going in, like maybe she doesn't know that this is a taut thriller and maybe thinks she's going to see some sort of update of Three's Company starring like Shia LaBeouf, Zoe Deschanel, <laughs> and Emily Blunt. Freudian slip, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. No, but she that she didn't seem to think it was. She just thought that was the name of it. Was the uh, company we had? We had our first ever Thanksgiving here in Los Angeles. Oh. We've been here. I mean, how long have we lived here, Jordan? We're, we're looking at like four years now, right? Sure, Something yeah. like that. Sans family. We actually invited our family to join us, and they made it. And they made it. Our, uh, our my uh, my parents can't really be in the same room together, um, but my mom came. And uh, my wife's parents and her younger brother and younger sister and her younger sister's boyfriend all came. For they hotel it up? They, yeah. We, this is a small apartment. You can see that just from come walking in here, Nick. You don't have to tell the listeners that. Well, I have to. Okay. Look, I live Honest in Honest Nick here. Okay. <laughs> I live in a big, I live in a palatial apartment, Nick, but I choose to put them up at the Ritz. That's nice of you. Because they're going to enjoy the pampering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They come from hardworking, honest stock. Sure. Free USA Today yeah. at the door every exactly. morning. I mean, or Wall Street Journal. All the infographics yeah. you can read. Mm-hmm. By uh, the way, Nick, this hair tonic you sold me is just giving me a rash. <laughs> That's what it's supposed to do. Oh, yeah. when will the hair start growing? In about two days. By the way, Nick's, Nick's, Nick's got to leave tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> pack up the gotta medicine head wagon. Out of town. Um, so uh, I cooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I had never done. And in fact, I had to launch... I didn't talk about Fakesgiving. No. Uh, I, had to have a, I had to have Fakesgiving about two weeks ago uh, because I had never even roasted a chicken. So you did a few... How did you nail the turkey? I mean, the first fucking shot? Nailed it. Both times, motherfucker. Nice. nice. Both fucking times. Nailed it. Just so, ba- You did the straight up bake it, right? I, yeah, we're roast... I would call it a roasting. Okay, you roasted it. Well, here's what I did. Roasting? First, I, I, reached in, I reached into the hole where its butt would be and pulled out the giblets mm-hmm. and the gross neck. And I, I reserved those for gravy. Of course. I brined it overnight. I brought it out. I dried it. I applied salt and baking, so- baking powder. Almost said baking soda. That would have been a disaster. Oh, man. Salt and baking powder to aid in the browning and the crisping of the mm. skin. I baked it, I like roasted the it. Sounds so far. The baked it to use your mm-hmm. turn of phrase. Fucking great. Who did the stuffing? Uh, oh, I did. That I did the whole fucking nine yards. Mm-hmm. You took it down. Soup to nuts. Was dinner here? By the way, we had a non-traditional Thanksgiving dinner. It was turkey <laughs> soup and nuts. <laughs> well, soup turkey nuts. Yeah. <laughs> if you are, if you're soup to nuts. Isn't that a Tyler Perry movie? It is, yeah, yeah. Soup turkey nuts, yeah. Yeah, well, Tyler Perry's soup Tyler. turkey nuts. <laughs> he is soup turkey nuts. Um, From the novel Soup Turkey Nuts for Colored Girls Who Have Considered Suicide, <laughs> based on the novel Push by Sapphire. It was, it, I learned an important lesson 
uh, while I was doing this. Was it for F O U R or just? <laughs> I think it's F U R or something. I just <laughs> wanted to sock that sign. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. Just sock it. Does that make me a racist wanting to punch t- signs for Tyler Perry movies? No, because he's fucking embarrassing. Anyway. I think that makes you racial. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think sure. you're talking about the issues right there. Broasting? <laughs> so you roasted it. What was the reception like? What about a a broast? Could that be something that we we create and make a lot of money on selling to guys who were smearing off icing each other? Oh yeah, maybe it's like when you when you roast one of your bros. Like yeah, when you sit one of the bros down yep. on the. Don't you fucking steal this, listeners! Don't you fucking steal this! <laughs> I will hunt you down and pull your giblets out of the hole where your ass used to be. I think it's a couple bros sitting down for a nice roast. Oh, no, yeah. like a nice pot roast. Like no, like a Comedy Central roast. Oh, sure. Like when oh, they just watch enjoying the pot they, they, they roast. roast each other. Okay. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's a great idea. It's not. It's not killing and cooking a college friend. No. No. Okay. My family, when we have Thanksgiving, we get together for the meal. So everybody comes over to wherever it's going to be. This is both my mother and father's side of the family. We get together for that meal, and then everyone leaves. Or alternately, maybe if it's my dad's side of the family, they go to a movie. My, wife cele- my wife's family celebrates holidays this way. They come over on Wednesday, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, and hang out all day. Trick each other into drinking Smirnoff ice. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, then they all start talking, making jokes about each other's foibles. Um, and they, they hang out all day on Wednesday. They come back on Thursday, hang out all day. They come back on Friday and hang out all day. That was my whole weekend. There's no activities. There's no... It's just they enjoy each other's company. Hmm. Not just seeing each other. And it's not just that they love each other. Because I love my family. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I enjoy being with my family. I think my family are great. But I would typically go see my family and then leave. My wife's family just sits together for hours on end. Scrabble? No, just talking. Somebody may, <laughs> yeah. Somebody may be playing a guitar. Somebody may be playing a guitar. About various board games, but not playing them. <laughs> they actually don't play the board games. They actually play mental Scrabble, where they, oh. they have a. They all know what the board looks like in their head. <laughs> right? Yeah. They've the 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 need for the board has S- gone away. <laughs> spelling words out. That's yeah. Good. It's it's a. It was really. It was kind of frankly overwhelming to me. And again, like I, I, my wife's family's wonderful. Every we need a break, right? You soup wanna... to nuts. My wife's family's wonderful. Mm-hmm. She has a. My wife has a uh, from little soup to grandma it... nuts. <laughs> yeah. they're all great. <laughs> um, but it was overwhelming to me, and I realized it's because there, there's no event like that in my family. And in fact, the only activity, the only going to a movie like activity that they'll do on a holiday like this is um, uh, going for a hike together. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's kind of. I guess. How often do they see each other, though? All the in time. In that capacity. Oh, Regularly. Yeah. yeah. No, they. this is something like, like my wife and I had to deal with our different assumptions about holidays early on when at Christmas it would be like, I would be like, yeah, well, we'll go to my dad's house. Then we'll go over to your parents' house. Then we'll go to my mom's house or something. And I'd be like, we'd go to my dad's house at sleep over at my dad's house, maybe. And we'd get up and, and open presents with the kids. And it's, you know, we leave at nine, go to my mom's house for lunch, and then go over to her parents' house for dinner or something like that, which is intense, but, you know, it's what you got to do. 
But if you go to to to, to the to the Hosfeld family first, that's an all day activity. Is there drinking involved? It, no, there's not, they're not even drunk. They don't drink. No, they're very functional. That's mm-hmm. another thing about this family: highly functional family. Uh, they all are genuinely nice. All genuinely like each other. That's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, What's the Offerman family Thanksgiving like? The Nick Offerman. The third, oh, the third family. Oh, I said the name of the guy who's rolling. Oh, boy. What the a jerk. Bit. I apologize. You do follow... The Thune. You do mm-hmm. follow Offerman, though, right? What's, I I, what's yeah. his Thanksgiving like? He has a great Thanksgiving. Real yeah. healthy. Megan Malloy, you know. Uh, Mullally. Mullally. Yeah, Mullally's Megan there. Megan Mullally. She's sure. there. Mm-hmm. She's doing a broad but genuinely funny characterization. <laughs> yeah. 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 My, my, my family is... Uh, my family, my wife's family, we all they all live in the same like the Seattle area. So it's kind of we split it the whole time, mm. but we stay at my parents for Thanksgiving. That kind of makes it worse, right? It's just overwhelming. It's it's real tiring. We got there Tuesday, left this morning. I flew back this morning. Um, a lot of drinking. That's always interesting because mm-hmm. I I uh, I could never imagine have e- even having a. I have a hard time like ordering a drink at a restaurant when I'm with my mom because I'm so because she's such a teetotaler. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So so when I hear stories about people who are like, oh, me and my family just get ripped, and I go behind the house and smoke a joint with my brother, like that is so amazing <laughs> to me. Is this is this something? Yeah, that it's you a guys lot do? like what we do. Yeah, but we don't get too ripped. I don't okay. like we we actually this year we kept it down a little bit. Yeah, but um, you have gotten ripped in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it's been like, you know, never throwing up type of situation. Have you ever gotten lit? I've gotten lit up, yeah. I got lit up. We got ripped. Dad smokes you out? A couple times. Dad smokes cigars. That's happened the past two years. Where oh, he cool. just he, So he likes to come out because I smoke cigarettes. So he likes to come out now and smoke with me. Oh, that's fun. Which is, you know, and there, it's, it's, it snowed in Seattle. So we had sleds. So we were sledding down the hill. I was playing the old trick like, hey, go snow tell. Snow in Seattle in, in uh, Thanksgiving, that's probably a pretty unusual, Yeah, right? it's a good sign for a lot of snow this year up there. Yeah. There was the old trick that I pulled on about five people where I would have my brother go up to them and say, hey, I need you to come outside and, and help me carry this in for my car um, for dinner. These plates my mom wanted me to bring. There are five steps outside. I've got four snowballs around the corner. Just oh, snowball party. You know, every time. <laughs> every time. Never got old. SBP. Mm-hmm. SBP. Were there any, were there any consequences for, uh, for drinking at the, at the Thune household this year? No, no arguments. The only slight argument that happened was because we all have a lot of dogs there. I brought my dog up. My parents have two dogs. My brother-in-law and sister have two big dogs, and they've got two babies twins and so it's just like dogs all over the house we're all staying at my parents house and there was a dog fight between my dog mm. brother-in-law's dog oh wow and uh he actually said one dog is really conservative and one dog is yep. really liberal yep. and obama came up <laughs> it got political Classic. it didn't get political actually all weekend which is nice with oh, my really? mom it'll go bad yeah oh, huh. what's her, uh, what's her slant just not knowing. Okay. <laughs> just general <laughs> yeah. confusion about politics. But, but definitely knowing as far as she's concerned. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so the dogs got into it. Dogs got into it, and he said to me, because I encouraged it, they started to go at it. And he's got like a huge black lab named Morris, and I've got a small French bulldog named Mikey, just for reference. Sure. Sure. Mikey, Paint the picture. Mikey's starting to go at it with Morris, and, and I go, get him! Like, because I like to encourage, they're, they're playing. Sure, they're not yeah. fighting, they're playing. Yeah. And then I got the old from 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 the brother-in-law. Come on, man! Don't encourage that. Oh, <laughs> like wow. In front of family, English. yeah. Don't encourage that. And so oh. I just kind of sat there and took it and didn't say anything because I've we've gotten you're into a it classy. before. Try try to be. And then uh, two you're minutes the later, man. 
I try to be. What are you about six three, six four? Six four. Yeah. I am taller than him. Although he is definitely a little bit more cordial than I am. I say what's on my mind a lot more often. And he kind of just hides in the corner. But I just assumed that you were going to say he is a little bit more burly than I am. Or something he is. Like he is no, he's definitely he could probably take me out in a fight. Yeah. But he's nice enough not to. Sure. And uh they got into it again, and this time my mom or somebody said to me, Nick, stop it. And I just said I just said, I said, I'm not the dog guy. So I don't know why people, I don't know why people keep saying, Nick, don't do this. I'm not in charge of the dog. So thank you. And I just walked out and had a cigarette. And it was one of those moments like, there goes Nick again. Classic. Yeah. And, I was, and I was outside smoking thinking, why, one, why did I have to do that? You know? And it's then, a, then it's the constant apology for the rest of the day. This sounds surprisingly, this sounds surprisingly uh, rancorous for something that you presented as uneventful. Oh, there was a lot that happened, but that was the only thing that really happened. I mean, shit was going down. Him and I were fine the rest of the time. Didn't you also almost get arrested though? Yeah, last night. Uh huh. Yeah, last night I got I got uh, pulled over and D- full on DUI check checked because I was speeding going eleven over, and uh, it was pouring down rain. So I'm doing this DUI test in the rain. My wife's got the window rolled down. She's watching the whole thing, and the cop said, you know. He asked me if I've been drinking. It would be funny if she had the window rolled down, but she was just boredly like looking at the newspaper. He's <laughs> <laughs> not even paying attention. The newspaper yeah. that's getting wetter and wetter. There yeah. goes Nick the again. <laughs> getting drunk. My brother's a local cop. Oh. So no. believe me, I was dropping my brother's name. And then also my wife's got my brother on on the phone, on speakerphone, and he's listening to the whole thing happen as much as he can. And oh, wow. He's telling her, it's okay, it's okay, is he drunk? And I thought that I was. I thought that I might have been too drunk. I couldn't tell. You just get so scared. Sure. What did you What did you have to drink? Uh, some wine, some red wine yeah. at my mother in law's Thai food, which vino. I think is what saved vino, me. Vino, as I call. You're it. right. You're right. <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of vino. Um, very good Italian from 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 Italiana. Right. Sure. Um, the shoe country. Yep. Very nice. The land of the cake boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, is the cake boss from there? Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, There's don't really know no is. way to tell you know, where the I've cake boss is I've seen that show, and I can't recall what, I just what his I've seen the previous cultural the background and is. And I hate his wife, just based off those previous. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Everyone on that show is awful. <laughs> Everyone is. Um, including so I the got, cakes. I got the eye test, where they, you know, they put a pen up, yeah, and then yeah. after that I did the steps. And the funny thing about the steps was, is you have to take nine steps, count them out, turn around, take nine back. And, you know, right, right in front of the left foot. And he told me specifically, and the, the main thing my brother's told me before is it's all about rules. The things they're telling you, the walking, you can, people can walk straight when they're drunk. It's just about following the rules. And if you do that, then they are, they're understanding that you're cognizant. Sure. So when he was giving me the example of the steps, he did three sample steps, and he tripped on the third step. And, and I fully said to him, I go, but you can't even do it. And he gave me this look like, oh, well, Sass. just oh. go. No, we had a good rapport going. Like I was oh, being nice. like, I was being charming. So I was trying to be charming. Like I was in an audition or so something. So like a classic comedy rapport, classic, like dumb yep. guy, an industry guy. Exactly. Like a classic. Sure. I was a charming, I might be drunk. Please don't, you know, yeah, ruin my sure. life right now sort of a thing. But giving him respect, not, pull, not pulling punches, you know, letting him know when he trips. Sure. Sure, yeah. You're not afraid to give him a little elbow to the lips, yep. President Obama style. This is where my stage comes in hand. You know, my stage experience comes right. in hand. Right. Another cop pulled up. People were actually pulling up and watching this stuff, too. Like somebody, because it was right in front of a little AMPM type oh. store. Anybody uh, have their dick out? Unfortunately, no. Yeah. I could have. Tell me about Maybe it. two more glasses of vino. <laughs> had, you ever been, had you ever been pulled over? And Never. You ever had to do this? I had to do this. 
The only time uh, I got I got a speeding ticket recently on Highway Five between San Francisco and Los Angeles. But before that, the only time that I'd been pulled over was like the week that I got my driver's license. I was like twenty years old, something like that. Oh, late and, bloomer. And I had a uh, I had bought an El Camino. I had this V8 El Camino that had this huge engine, but it was also um, cra- crazy heavy and sluggish. So it, you, it was sort of like you had to go to get it to go highway mm-hmm. speeds. Driving over the Highway 17 in um, uh, Santa Cruz, uh, pouring rain. The Highway 17 is like this nightmare mountain pass road. Um, it's just terrifying. Yeah, hairpins. That's and, where you go between the 101 and. Yeah, it's how you get basically between San Jose and Santa Cruz. You go over this through this mountain mm-hmm. range. And uh, it was horrifying, and I was doing a terrible job. And, and for one thing, when the, when the cop put his lights on behind me, uh, I didn't know what that. I, I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> I didn't know that meant I was supposed to pull over. Oh. And so I'm. I'm maybe looking thought you at him. Won a contest. Well, I thought well maybe I was in his way <laughs> <Woo>! or something. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I thought I might a be in his way. Gift card. I've got an escort. Yeah, yeah. I thought I might be in his Time way. Like I'm like terrified because <laughs> I'm I'm like hunched. It's pouring rain in this treacherous mountain pass. I've just learned to drive. I'm driving this new car. It's an '82 El Camino. I'm I'm like horrified. I'm doing a terrible job. And finally, I realize he's trying to pull me over, and I pull over onto this place where it's basically just around a curve, and there's almost no shoulder. And the cop, like, knocks on my window, and he says, sir, why didn't you pull over when, uh, when I asked you to pull over? And I was like, I, honestly, I didn't know that I was supposed to pull over. I was trying to figure out what I was supposed to do. <laughs> That's what they like to hear right off yeah, the bat. Yeah, I know. Right? You're playing my guy. My, yeah. The guy doesn't guy know much. Doing, guy doesn't know anything. And, and, then he, and then he goes, sir, why did you pull over here where there's almost no shoulder and we're just around a blind curve? And I was like, I don't know. I'd never pulled over before. <laughs> I've been driving this car since I got my license. And then he made me do the... He said, sir, have you been drinking? And I was like, no, sir, I don't even drink, which I don't. And he said, well, I'm going to have to ask you to do... And he made me get out and do the like nose things and stuff. <laughs> and I could do all of those. And then I just said to him, he said, have you been drinking? And I literally said to this guy, no, I think I'm just kind of a bad driver. <laughs> 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 to what she said it's not illegal to be a bad driver and so there was nothing he could do to give me a ticket mm. he let me go <laughs> they should put a law in place for that bad driver law mm-hmm. yeah. well then all the women would be in jail Uh-oh. am I right Uh-oh. fellas Uh-oh. to say nothing of the Asians yeah <laughs> hello right, my mother-in-law would be the first one in the slammer yeah <laughs> I- I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to have to drive, sit in the passenger seat when she's behind the wheel. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Classic. Oh, we, that is. Would you say that's as classic as the old guy who's deep in the industry and the dumb guy routine? Yeah, I mean, this is this. This show's about timeless comedy. People think it's like you know. Some hipsters making jokes about jokes. Something no, that you know is, is going to be vintage. Comedy. This is yeah. something that's going to last. It will be vintage someday. This is going to last. There's going to be people listening to this at their local library audiovisual section. Yeah. It's got a vintage feel now, but right. in the future, it's going to literally be a vintage. Hey, Nick Thune, I just hit you with a chicken. A rubber chicken. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Dead arm. <laughs> anyway, we're having a lot of fun. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Can't wait. 
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nick Thune, Honest Nick. Mm. It's great to have you here, honest, honest Nick. Thank you. Look, would Honest Nick lie to you, Jordan? Ah, uh, I mean, I should hope not. Then hey, I'm not going to lie. Then I don't know what to believe. Well, it's a good thing that he's here because he's the most trusted man in America because mm-hmm. we have a sponsor on this week's Jordan, Jesse Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Traffic Cycle Design. Traffic Cycle Design. Online at trafficbikes.com. Uh, this gentleman, who's a big uh, Jordan Jesse Go fan named Spencer, uh, was a student at the University of California at Santa Cruz uh, when we were in college. Mm-hmm. First listened to The Sound of Young America on our uh, original station, KZSE. Sure. He has gone on to move to New York City. Maybe you've heard of it. And he builds. I have not. And he Please explain <laughs> Where is it to that? me later. You would know it as New Amsterdam. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. he... It's where I take my barrels to get their bungholes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> this is fun. That's a good slogan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny, funny that you mentioned that. That's actually the slogan of traffic cycle design. Really? That's where I take my barrels to get my bungholes? <laughs> <laughs> This gentleman, Spencer, he builds bikes, and if builds bikes suggests in your mind, what is it? You're probably putting together various bicycle parts, I, right? I imagine he's in a factory. This guy is putting together... This man actually literally builds the bikes. Wow. Is in welds sections of tubing together. Well, he's welding. He's welding. He's Does he creating... make the screws and make the bolts on his own? It's like a bespoke bicycle. This is a guy who's like measuring the length of the inside of your leg and getting uh. a sense of your of your stance, exactly your applications, adjusting angles, mm. engineering, fusing, painting, adding Brakes. Fixed gear? Is he doing fixed gear bikes? Or? He's doing fixed gear bikes. He's doing geared bikes. This guy's wow. doing any fucking kind of bike you want. That's the bespoke bicycle mm-hmm. experience. But I, I don't even know how I could get something like this. If, if I were you, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be so presumptive as to suggest that I am you, <laughs> especially with you here. That mm-hmm. would be crazy. Sure. For a voiceover audition, would I say I'm Nick Thune, the guy who's been in a few network television pilots? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Bring them out. In this situation, you're here, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't do that. Uh, trafficbikes.com. Um, and not only that, I, he also wanted us to point out, by the way, that he does not wear spandex when he rides bicycles. Mm. And he does not build bicycles for exclusively for spandex people, as he put he it. He will. Though. He wanted to make it clear that he, he, he loves to make bikes for normal people, mm. not just crazy bicycle people. Nothing but, against crazy bicycle people. Our friend Matt Howie from Metafilter, he does something called cyclocross, which I think involves a velodrome. Sure. Oh, I love a velodrome. I don't know exactly what it is, but uh, I, I know that it doesn't involve a velodrome. Stop emailing. Get your hands off that keyboard. Stop emailing me. Um, he wants us to know that, that he's, he's making these for all kinds of people, young, old, fat, thin, et cetera, et cetera, and... If you mention Jordan Jesse Go to him, you get 10% off. So you can either order a a ready-made bike from his website, which, again, is trafficbikes.com, or you can drop him a line. The contact information is at trafficbikes.com for a custom bike. And either way, uh, mention Jordan Jesse Go, get a 10% discount. The code for the website, JJGo. And he's going to hand-make that. He's going to make that with his own two hands. Mm -hmm. This gentleman in his shop in New York City is going to weld tubes 
and forks. If he was, what if a 127 hour situation with him happens? Mm. Would, would he, he be able to build bikes still? Yes, absolutely. Of course. Mm-hmm. With of course. Technology the way it is, yeah. Yeah, he'd get a prosthetic. Mm-hmm. He'd probably be better. He'd probably get a, an arm with a welding thing at the end of it. I'd like buy a, a, weld- a blowtorch at the end of it, a polypropylene torch. Ah, it's probably going to be easier for him to make bikes at that point. Absolutely. You put the match in one hand, the torch in the, in the other on the stump, and you just... Get it lit, yeah. And you fuse the tubes, bespoke bicycle experience, trafficbikes.com. Hey, if you want to sponsor an upcoming episode of Jordan, Jesse, Go, it's 100 bucks for your personal message, 150 for your commercial message, and we'll throw it in. Just email Teresa at MaximumFun.org, T-H-E-R-E-S-A. And uh, by the way, we are we will accept we'll accept uh, longer orders, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, uh, you know, we'll we we will we we will fit your promotional needs. Absolutely, Teresa at maximumfund.org. What if I have my a beautiful wife, Teresa? What if I just have a website and I'm just promote, promoting myself? Is Absolutely, that, okay. no, we had a lot of that. Mm-hmm. People got podcasts, people got web comics, people mm-hmm. got blogs, people got uh, web businesses. We will not just promote hard goods. No. It's not just hard goods. Imaginary things hard... that you can't touch. Yes. Yeah. Ideas. Concepts. Mm-hmm. You'll promote sure. an idea. Yeah, like fair play. Mm-hmm. If you just want us to talk bucks. about fair play. <laughs> hundred bucks unless you're making money yeah. off it. Then sure. hundred and fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. If you're selling fair play related goods and you want us to promote fair play in the interest of promoting the sales of fair play goods. What about foul play? The yeah, movie. No, no, hey. I, uh, yes. Look. Mm-hmm. Foul play, fair game, either the Daniel Baldwin, Cindy Crawford movie or <laughs> the recent movie about Valerie Plain. Either one. Either fair game we will promote. Now, what if you just, somebody wants to call them to say, you know what, I just love firefighters. I want to promote them. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Now, would we take an anti-firefighter ad? Yes, probably. Okay. But we'd point out that they're America's real heroes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Sure>. Before <laughs> slamming them Besides four trucks. Well, they yeah. may- they make mm-hmm. if they didn't spend all that time shining their fucking fire trucks, mm-hmm. maybe they could teach our kids a thing or two about how to read. All that all that time in those <laughs> like those, a real hero. Spending teachers. all that time in those calendar photo shoots. <laughs> yeah, I know, getting sexy for those calendars. Yeah. What's maybe we should have Jordan uh, you you probably you probably remember our uh, our greatest animal showdown. I do. Maybe we should have a greatest civil servant showdown. Sure. <laughs> Who's better? Librarians, firemen, Teachers, postal workers. Who's the best? Yeah. That would be a great reality show. Assessors. I don't know much about the industry. I'm just saying I think that would be a good reality <laughs> show. Comptrollers. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm deep inside the industry, and I can tell you the key to this whole thing is comptrollers. Guys, okay. blart. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nick Thune, honest Nick. Great to have Nick Thune here with us. Nick, is, are you up to stuff besides your stand-up comedies right now? I know you you recently uh, you were recently cast in a network television pilot. Yep, just uh, that's for, I got two shows actually that I'm I'm creating right now. Fantastic. That one for NBC, and then I'm doing one for uh, MTV too. Oh wow! Because you're because two you're so, shots because you're very funny and well. handsome. Oh, thank or you. MTV as well. Okay. <laughs> MTV Trace? Yeah, MTV Ocho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, the uh, this both, but the the MTV one I've got a little more control over. You're working on something with a very funny Spike Ferriston. That's right. Uh, from the uh, from talk show with Spike Ferriston, mm-hmm. past Sound of Young America guest, very funny man, invented the soup Nazi. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, he didn't invent him out of whole cloth. Mm-hmm. He abstracted him and tr- cr- out of ideas and yeah thoughts and a man, mm-hmm. a real man, in and real a guy. Life. Yeah. yeah. Um, from time to time on this program. Basically every week, we ask our listeners to call in when something momentous happens to them for a segment called Momentous Occasions. Mm. Telephone number 206-984-4FUN. 206-984-4FUN. Which we is have, a Seattle number. It is indeed. We have a few, uh, we have a few telephone calls uh, from listeners right here. Uh, why don't we take a listen? Hey, Jordan, Jesse Go. It's Davis from North Carolina. I have a somewhat belated momentous occasion. I was out this weekend with my girlfriend and some friends at a comedy club, and then we got a text that said that a drunk person had driven their car into my girlfriend's house. And it was quite momentous, I must say. So, uh, yeah, keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Bye. I think that's the kind of thing that happens. Nick, you're a comedy performer. Mm-hmm. You've performed in comedy clubs across this great nation. Mm-hmm. Mostly people's cars, people's houses are getting run into by cars, right? Yeah, you get people getting a lot of texts during shows. I've always been curious as to what they were, and now... Now I know. All you've noticed is that they're, they're crying a lot I'd, after they I'd get the text. I wouldn't be surprised if that comedian did that on purpose as kind of like their closer. Right. Mm-hmm. Had his friend mm-hmm. ram the guy's mm-hmm. house yep. with a car. Here's the key question for this guy, and it's too bad he's not live on the line. Was it D.L. Hughley? Because D.L.'s known for pulling that kind of shit. He is. He is. He's known for that. Hughley, is, if, if he's known for one thing, it's that. It's that, and it's also for having uh, that show on the D.L., Right, on the DL, yeah. DL Hughley. That's the second thing he's known for. Weekends on the DL, was that what they were called? Sure. On the download, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. download. <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jesse, and possible wonderful guests who may be slated for the next show. Um, I'm Nate from Rochester, New York, and um, I have a rather horrible, momentous occasion to uh, bring to you guys. Um, I went to work today expecting to be able to listen to the newest podcast, of Jordan Jesse Go, um, and found out that my company now blocks all uh, Sound of Young America podcasts, Maximum Fun podcasts. So, um, quite terrible. And I uh, sincerely ask you guys, uh, what is what what is the world coming to? Okay, thanks, guys. Great show. Is Bye. the world coming to? I ask you this. Okay. Do you think that this is related to the porno stuff we've been doing? Uh, Off. The I mean the pornographic videos that, that you've I've been, been watching. Posting? We are watching. Is this because we've watched <laughs> porno and God is punishing us? Well, we have been. I mean, we've been making and distributing pornos, mm-hmm. but like special, like tasteful, Very special tasteful. interest pornos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, give like, me an example. Um, just like a, like foot stuff. You know, like somebody shitting on a foot for couples. <laughs> Yeah. Good for couples. There's a lot of yeah. relationship stuff in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, was that a plant that you guys set up right there? That guy? Or was that a... That no, guy not really at called? all. No, no, no. Could we do this? Could we put up another site uh-huh. that's just like... It's a mirrored site. But and it's, it's just, just the a... porno stuff so we don't get mm-hmm. in trouble with the spam blocker. Yep. Mm. It's blocking... Trying to block podcasts. Because mm-hmm. it figures nobody likes podcasts. Nope. Sure. Especially think, not while working. That's a good site. So we have an all-porn site for just for mm-hmm. this guy to go to at work, so yep. it's safe for the blockers and everything. And then our site, we'd keep the porn on our site, right? I've got an idea for the name of it. Yeah, Sound of Young America fucking. <laughs> 
It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. This is a good name. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Critty in Toronto. I am calling with a momentous occasion. I am on my way to uh, a first date, a first blind date, and my first date in two years. So I'm pretty psyched, and I wanted to call and share it with you guys. Um, I'll call and let you guys know how it goes. If you don't hear back from me, it means I'm getting laid. Have a good one. Bye. I resent the fact that you can't find time and you're busy getting laid schedule to call us. Mm-hmm. I agree. You should tell the fella to hold on or just perform cunnilingus on you for a while yeah. while you mm-hmm. make an important call. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's no reason you can't call us with a dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, yeah. That's not that, that's sure. not taking your fingers. Or, I mean, no. unless you use specifically voice dial all the time. And it's certainly momentous mm-hmm. if it's been two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That depends on where the, what kind of service she's getting, you know, in the room that right. she is sucking his dick in. Oh, yeah. If it's AT&T, look mm-hmm. out. <laughs> right. It depends yeah. on bars. Yeah. You're, You're going to need her. several bars. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, oh. <laughs> Hi, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Critty from Toronto again. Um... I just wanted to say that I went on my date, uh, and it was super nice, and we had a good time, but I did not sleep with him. I think I will maybe wait for the next date. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We got stoned. We watched 30 Rock. It was pretty fun. Uh, made out a little bit, but then I failed. Anyway, just thought I'd let you know in case you were dying to know. Bye. What I'm, what seems unusual to me, and maybe I don't understand modern women, right? But, and maybe this is a Canadian thing, but second date is that seems relatively soon. Like I feel like she she felt felt a little bashful that she didn't give it up on the first date. She's like apologizing to us like, that oh, she didn't I'm have sorry, sex. Sorry, I only made out and smoked pot. I don't know. That <laughs> seems pretty. Pretty reasonable. I mean, you know, pretty pretty deep. Jordan, for a have you state. ever dated a Canadian chick? No, they're fuck crazy. Oh, I bet. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that about Canadian chicks. I found this out from our uh, Canadian pals at Stop Podcasting Yourself. These two guys. Number one, no vulgarity is too vulgar for them. Sure. Uh, number two, in the United States, kiss and tell is is bad news. Mm-hmm. In Canada, that's the rule. Yeah, the mm-hmm. rule is you better tell. And what I found out from them is that uh, in Canada, women are fuck crazy. Wow. I think everyone is fuck crazy besides Americans. Right. Oh. It's true. We're one of the most repressed, if you ask me, mm-hmm. we're one of the most repressed societies in the world. Mm-hmm. Sure. Anyway, guys, I'm going as Hunter S. Thompson for Halloween. I think it's going to be pretty fun. 2011? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked her. I liked I liked her. She has a winning attitude. She, she does. And she, she, she's she's going to mix it up, watch 30 Rock, smoke pot. I'm, I'm curious, did they watch on Hulu? Did he have stuff DVR'd? Yeah. Um, those are questions or I would they have just, asked. Did they just make sure to be in the house by 9.30 when it starts? When does 30 Rock even come on in Canada? But Further questions. Would other people, wouldn't a girl be turned off by that, though? Like, Canada, oh, this guy brought me back, he smoked pot with me, and we watched a TV show? Like, that's something my mm, brother... It's 30 yeah. Rock, though. Mm-hmm. That's the best TV show. Mm-hmm. Oh, madam, madam, you sound like a catch. I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah. You sound like a delight. Oh, look. So you should wait till the third know, or fourth date to give it up. All we know is 30 Rock and Fuck Crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, <laughs> Are there any other qualities yeah. that a woman needs? I think that's what a man is looking for, I know a right? ton of guys that she would like yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. They've got dicks and they love 30 Rock. <laughs> sure. Do they have pot, though? <laughs> I wonder if she brought the pot. 
No, she doesn't. She didn't bring the pot. No, there was just some. No, pot she would around. be. I noticed when she said married. that. When she said the smoke pot, watch Thirty Rock. You kind of gave a little glance, like, oh, I like this girl. She seems fun. Yeah. Look, I'm a married man, but uh-huh. and I don't <laughs> smoke pot. <laughs> also, <laughs> you do enjoy Thirty Rock. It's just the Thirty Rock. Yeah, and Thirty Rock is what got you going. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. Hi, Jesse. It's Doug from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Oh, and hi, Jordan, too, probably. Uh, momentous occasion, just registered for Max FunCon. Third year in a row. Uh, it'll be great. Thanks. Now, Jordan, you go to Max FunCon for free. You go on the house because you're teaching. You're sure. performing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if you knew this, mm. but the Max FunCon tickets just went on sale this past weekend. As we record this, it's Sunday night. We put the tickets on sale on Friday, Black <sighs> Friday. Uh, Max FunCon, more than three quarters full. Wow. Already. Record? Biggest shopping day of the year, so. It's, <laughs> That's true. I've heard mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It's been totally bad. <laughs> I mean, granted, did we have some great doorbusters? Yes. Mm-hmm. 50-inch plasmas? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. HD DVDs? Yes. <laughs> oh, Any obsolete technology <laughs> you want, we've got it. Yeah. Um, Mini disc players. I am totally amazed at how many two people from Australia have already written that they're coming on wow. the forum. Um, it's really like it's really turning into an extravaganza. I just say this because I know that like last year when things when tickets sold out, all these people emailed me like, "Oh, I need to get in," et cetera, et cetera. This is your chance. Yeah, we haven't even announced the guests yet. It's raining men. Uh, yeah, doesn't the guests sorry. are the guest is <laughs> our guest is CC Peniston. Sure, mm-hmm. um, she didn't. Uh, what, who sings? It's Dude, from BB men. and CC. BB and CC, the wine and that's the Winans. The singers? I don't know. Those are Winans. Who sings? What okay. They really are. Man. I think those are Winans. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't get don't get mixed up. Okay. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about CC Peniston. Mm-hmm. I think she sings. I, I'm coming out, but I might be mistaken. <laughs> We're talking about black ladies that sing for gay men. Mm-hmm. Um, not the Winans, though. No. The Winans aren't for gay men. But the song I'm Coming Out is for gay men. Right. Yes, no one ever said that it wasn't. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, oh, boy. Now I get it. Okay. Sorry. I'm, am I talking too much uh, Hollywood insider info? It's a lot of, a lot of insider info, yeah. Um, anyway, Max FunCon is more than three quarters full now. Uh, there are only a few dozen uh, beds left. So if you are planning on coming, get your button gear, maxfuncon.com. You can watch a little video that Jordan hosts. Sure. Wonderful video put together by our friend Ben Harrison. As I said before, I don't like the length of my hair in the video. Uh-huh. Well, you feel it's, it's a middling length. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's neither here nor there, you know? You know sure. what I'm talking about? Where are you at right now? How do you feel about what you got? This is longer than normal. I think mm-hmm. this is eh, fine, very castable. Mm-hmm. It's commercial season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that, Nick. Mm-hmm. You have TV pilots, so you're not going out on a lot of commercials. I just, yeah, well, because they, they also crush me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they're mm-hmm. awful. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, and they make you want to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Uh, yeah, I think this is on the longer side, but I think it's fine. I, um, I, I want to say uh, we are presently working on the guests. Mm-hmm. We have confirmed some, confirmed some guests about whom people will be very excited. However, we are not yet prepared to announce the guests. We are holding on to the list of guests at the moment mm-hmm. because we want the people that are there we want the people at Max FunCon to be people who are there for Max FunCon. Not, Not people who Tom are... Tom Cruise. <gasps> oh, boy. Jordan! Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
We agreed Wait. that we were going to call him. Kate, was that an announcement? Code name: Katie Holmes is husband. <laughs> oh boy, Suri's father, right? Yeah, Suri's father. <laughs> Suri's dad. See, see, Nick Offerman over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reference. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Max. Call back. MaxFunCon.com tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow here at MaxFunCon headquarters, uh, MaximumFun.org headquarters, where we are uh, as as this episode is released. Uh, Teresa and the whole Max Fun crew will be in our living room uh, putting together the special gift packages uh, that Max Fun regist- Max Fun Con registrants will receive. I don't think we expected to sell so many tickets so fast, and so we have a lot of beautiful boxes to assemble, uh, uh, letterpress cards and uh, crinkle paper to put inside, and That's then nice. mailing boxes to put those inside so that people can have happy Christmases. Mm-hmm. Because people are going to get these under their trees because they're beautiful. In the end, that's what you want. You just want somebody to have a good Christmas. Look, that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. We are simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yep. That song's fucking horrible, by the way. God, why, yeah, why is it so popular? Why do people like that song? Do people just like Paul McCartney so much that they feel obliged to like that yeah. song? It makes me feel like a robot's molesting me. <laughs> did you say merlesting? I did say merlesting. That's a, that's a <laughs> that's magical kind one. of molesting that like a wizard does. It's like a little, it's when you get somebody wine. Yeah. A little Merlot. A little merlest. <laughs> every every that's time great. every time I hear that song, I feel like I have to like go run to YouTube and put on This Christmas by Donny Hathaway just to wash Simply yeah. Having a Wonderful Christmas Time off of myself. There's going to be a nice Christmas song coming out tomorrow, actually. The, the really? Com- the Comedy Death Ray Christmas album release oh. of uh, now you're a compilation. You're a well-known guitar comic. Best known for your song parodies. <laughs> All of my parodies, yeah. No, you do you do play the guitar, however, mm-hmm. and uh, are you featured on the comedy? Death Got Day a song album? on it, but then there's there's a, tomorrow. I think they're coming out with like the group video. Oh, because mm-hmm. last year we did do, do do they know it's Christmas? Yeah, and this year we did a We Are the World. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Who, who, whom else is involved when you say Comedy Death Ray? That could, and that when could you say tomorrow, that people. will be the day that we release this podcast. So yeah, it's going to be out there. Uh, I think there's a lot of Galifianakis is on it. Sure. Um, Zach, Zach Attack. Zach Galifianakis. Sure. Yeah. sure. I, think, I think there's like Adam Scott. I think there's a lot, like over 30 Zach people. Zach Galifianakis from the film Out Cold. Yes. Gotcha. Be- best known for his work on Apartment 4F or what, 2F. What was that? True MTV Calling. Show? I think you're thinking of True Calling. Oh, yeah, True Calling. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. WB. Um, Thinking of liquid television. Who else? Are, who else are we got in there? We got a Doug Benson. Doug Benson will be there. Po- Brian Post saying Chris Hardwick. Uh, Mike Furman. Mike Furman produced it. Oh yeah. Her, him and Ackerman. I Amy Mann's going to be in it. I'm. I'm. I just met Amy. Amy Mann the other night. Delightful. Uh, delightful woman. A beautiful woman as well. Sat behind her at a booth at uh, Little Dom's. Not too long ago. Sounds we, fun. we had like fun bits going over the booths, kind of keeping up on what we were talking Just about. Just doing some little bits with each other. Yeah. She seems like she would enjoy having fun joking around. She likes comedy. She's a big comedy fan. Yeah. Um, well, that's great. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good... And I know all the proceeds go to... People can buy that at nickofferman.com? Yep, nickofferman.com. <laughs> Parksandrec.org. <laughs> all the proceeds, I'm, you know, I think they go to lesser people than us. Yeah. In some form. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the lesser. Sure. People who need a hand up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hand up. <laughs> People need a hand up. Yeah. Um, I like that hand up. Oh, we'll my be, gosh. Look at the wind out there. Oh, we'll boy. be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love, 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 love
It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nick Thune, Honest Nick. Honest Nick, it's been a really a pleasure to have you on this week's program. Thank you. It's been a pleasure being here. Uh, Nick Thune, let's just say people want to enjoy, uh, say, your comedy stylings. Um, might they go to nickthune.com? Yep, I have that URL. Might they purchase the uh, compact disc DVD combo pack, uh, Thick Noon? I would love for them to, to do that. Yeah, that would help me out, especially at the end of the year. You know, a lot of best... You know, 10 best comedy oh, albums. yeah, yeah, yeah. I need as many people to, you know, send in their submissions to all those contests. I believe, and Nick, if this isn't true, if this turns out not to be true, mm-hmm. uh, please forgive me for saying this on I'll the air. I'll just say it's true either way. Embarrassing. <laughs> I believe You're that, gay, right? Ah, I believe gross. that there is some comedy from uh, your album Thick Noon featured on uh, The Sound of Young America's Best Comedy of the Year special, which will be heard on public radio stations around the country. Oh, that's nice. Uh, it's certainly, certainly, I can say, one of the best comedy releases of the year. Fantastic, well, very you. funny album. Um, and uh, we can all write letters to MTV Trace and hope that they pick up your program. I really hope so. Mm-hmm. Here's hoping, huh? If they want to see a taste of the program, nicksbigshow.com. Oh, nicksbigshow.com. It's a web series, yeah, that I made. I think it was, I got think Kate Micucci, Jeff Garland, 80 Miles. Talking about 80 Miles from uh, the head writer of the Late Night with Jimmy Fallon program? That's right. We're talking about Jeff Garland from Curb Your Enthusiasm? Same one. Kate Mancucci, comedy babe? Yes. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paul Shear, Nick Kroll. Is comedy she, babes? Is that, both comedy Is babes. that Kate Mancucci? Is she on Twitter? Because she's got those big eyes that are the key to Twitter success. Yeah, she's got like huge... Eyes, right? Just monstrous and, eyes. I think her Twitter pic is actually this too. Or... Just sort of like an owl close up. Yeah, yeah. Also ukulele. Yeah, that helps. Those are the two keys. She scored with that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, MaxFunCon.com. If you want to get some uh, MaxFunCon tickets. Uh, hey, uh, we're in episode four of the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I think things are coming together nicely. I hope that you will uh, give it a listen and let us know what you think. Uh, you can find it on MaximumFun.org or just search for Judge John Hodgman in iTunes. It is the latest in uh, the Maximum, the latest podcast in the MaximumFun.org family. Uh, it features uh, Judge John Hodgman uh, becoming surprisingly serious about surprisingly trivial disputes. <laughs> I think that's how it would probably be best described. Um, just, by the way, uh, heartily endorsed by Boing Boing. Hey. Uh, Boing Boing gave us a big shout out. Um, I'm very excited about that. The internet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The kings of the internet. Yeah. These people are the kings of the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jordan, you know that because Shenny was here and she, she rocked the Casbah. She ruled yeah, the school. Yeah. Sure. She tore it down. Yeah. She blew down the walls of Jericho yep. with her trumpet people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, um, I, my meetup's coming together. Hey, Jordan. Uh, do you think you could get some of uh, Nick Thune's family to show up? Uh, maybe I can. Nick, to fill you in, sorry. Mm-hmm. We're, sorry we're doing a lot of inside baseball stuff here at the mm-hmm. ta- tail mm-hmm. end, but it's just business, house cleaning stuff. You understand. I understand. Uh, Jesse, when he travels, will have a listener meetup. Apparently, they've been fun. I question whether or not that's true. I will now. We've be- had as many as 40 people come to a meetup. Oh, wow. 40, 50. At like a bar or what's doesn't, restaurant? Sure. We're talking about bars. We're talking about <laughs> <Car washes. laughs> ice cream places. Car uh, dealerships. <laughs> so far, it's mostly been bars and, ice, and an ice cream place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my meetup will be December yep. 17th in Seattle, Washington, home of the Thunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is good because when I mentioned that I was officiating a wedding in Seattle, Washington, uh, people started planning a meetup for me. 
without my approval or knowledge. Guys, just transfer a little bit of that energy right? over mm-hmm. into Jordan's meetup. Well, I think you're going to benefit because I put the kibosh on it because I'm not going to be in town long enough. Sure. And I got to do this wedding and everything. Just transfer this energy into the best meetup of all time, venue TBD. Sure. Can I give you some suggestions? Uh, uh, yeah, actually, I might. I might even pull the trigger on one based on your suggestion. Nick, this is a Saturday night, or excuse me, a Friday night. Okay. In Seattle, where is somewhere that might be? What type uh, of vibe do you want? Thune uh, House. Yeah, Thune House. Bring it over. <laughs> uh, you got you get 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 uh, fucking stoned with Dad. <laughs> Have a big cigar. Um, uh, something fun and lively, but to where a conversation can take place. Okay. Like, because, you know, we want talking and conversing to be a big part of it. And this. a nice and a good, uh, what you really are looking for is a place that will uh, run a tab for people. Uh, will let you have separate checks. That's like a really sure. key. How about a pho place? A nice pho place. Everybody gets soup. Um, I don't know if a meal is what <laughs> no, I'm looking no, it was for. Too much okay. commitment. Although okay. I might want to know about a nice pho place for while I'm in Seattle. I've got an idea. Okay. Capitol Hill. Right. Seattle's the gateway to the Pacific, so it's a good place for mm-hmm. fun. Sure. It's also in the Great Northwest. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the Puget Sound area. Um, Capitol Hill yep. totem on pulse. Broadway. Shitload Something of them. they have in mm-hmm. Seattle. Mm-hmm. Totem poles. Underground. Sorry. I didn't Underground mean to disturb tour. you. No, no. There's a it's lot of... It's true, though. They do. <clears throat> yeah. It's sad, but true. Yeah, yeah, it is sad. <laughs> Randy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Johnson. Just Jay Buhner. Yeah, you Jay Buhner. Jay Buhner. Buhner. He's got the power arm. Mm-hmm. From yeah, right field, Jordan. Sure. Just a Sorry if we're getting line. too inside baseball for you. It is getting a little inside baseball. Broadway. Yeah. I like this place. Okay. It's, it's, it's nice. It's called Blue. Okay. B-L-E-U. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very okay. interesting place. Nice food. Great mac and cheese. Oh. Now, if you want something a little different. Now, maybe, is this a place where you don't have to make a reservation? Is it a casual place? You because would have a to, part no, of the, you're right. No, okay. See, because we need some place mm-hmm. where if we don't know how many people are going to show up, it's going to be Okay. Okay. So then there's a place called Hurricanes. Okay. That's right by the, that's right by the Space Needle. So, I mean, if you're looking for a Space Needle in the haystack. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. You get right down there. Yeah. Space haystack. It's an all-night, 24-hour place. Right by there, there's, a, there's a, a laundromat that has a fun bar vibe. So you can go there. Yeah. Sure. Or you can go the, or Maybe they hurricanes. got a Neo Geo in there. Oh, yeah. Sure. If you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. It's just a 24-hour diner. It's a nice place. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Think about uh, it. Think I about will it. Think about, I, will cons- I, will consider, I will consider all of this. Jordan's uh, taking your nominations on the message board yes, right now. So, uh, so, so keep, keep an eye on the website for, for the official place announcement. But uh, save the date, December 17th. How many people do you think you can pull in? How many? You, so you've pulled in 40. I, That's think about four, I think that was about 40, yeah. I will do 200. 200 people? <laughs> yes. Are they going to be there for the meetup? 200. Yeah, oh, two hundo, yeah. Yeah. Deuce. Because technically, I had a meetup at the Giants-Rockies game, and there yeah. were 46,000 no, no, no. people. I will be giving out name tags, so. Okay. You're going to be giving out name tags? With, no, your, I don't know with your name on them? With my name on them. <laughs> they say they are here to meet me. Mitch Hedberg used to do that. Did he? Yeah, oh, he used funny. to give out name tags with his name on it at shows. That's good. It's a good gig. Well, trivia. Good gag. Yeah. Uh, it's a good gig, <laughs> name tags with your name no, on them. 200. 200 people? They're to rock. I predict... Oh, it's going to be a music thing. Uh, well, I'll be singing. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I'm humming to myself, mumbling in the bathroom. I acapella. predict... Acapella, yes. Acapella mumbling. Three. But one of them doesn't have any legs, so it's more like two and a half. Oh. Two and a half men. Well, you got to be mean to Stumpy. <laughs> It'll be me watching two and a half men in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. be meet up. I'll meet with my friend John Cryer and Fat Child. I predict three people. 
Okay. That's well, my prediction. We'll so yours is... 200. And I'm... 200. Three. Honest Nick coming in with the last prediction. Oh, yes. 18. I like 18 it. people. Healthy number, it. manageable on your end. Sure. I don't have to do I like 18 because it means that I win. <laughs> Unless you guys have a lot of fun. Sure. Oh, so you're Do you going... have any activities planned, Jordan? Uh, No. Pin the tail on the donkey? This is very tentative. How right about now. this? Pin the tail on the drunky. Oh, boy. Look out. Grip everybody on. gets drunk and you got to pin. I don't know. Sure, you have to assault them. Yeah. <laughs> you have to assault a drunk who can't fight back. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a fun game. That does sound like a fun game. That, we're looking at December 17th. December 17th. Details at forum.maximumfun.org. Yep. Okay. 206984 for fun. Our telephone number, jjgo at maximumfund.org, our people, email address. Sorry, people in Seattle, Yeah, that's an easy number for them to call. That's a free number right there. Right. They call <laughs> sure, yeah, no long distance So call and let us know. We're not missing out on any of your dates that we could be plugging, are we, Nick Thune? Any, Doing any big road dates? Oh, I'm going I'm to be in Austin in January. I've got them all on my I don't even know, to be okay. honest. NickThune.com. If you're in Austin, you'll want to make sure and check them out in January. Denver. And- we'll talk to you in Denver, Colorado. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. Jessica. <laughs>